This show is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. This week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we have Kirk McElhern, who's getting used to his brand new home in some luxurious neighborhood of another planet or somewhere. You'll also hear from Bob Levitis, frequently called Dr. Mac. All this and more on the Tech Night Owl Lie. I always joke about the places you live, Kirk, but I was looking at the pictures you sent me a while back about your new home, and it's just awesome. It's an old farmhouse. Um, it's just a couple miles outside of Stratford-upon-Avon, so we were living about seven miles from Stratford now, before and now we're three miles away. Um, I remember when I sent the pictures to my son, he said, it looks like one of the houses on Downton Abbey. Not the Downton Abbey house, but the one where, what was her name, the, the mother of Matthew Crawley lived? I have no idea what you're talking about. Just understand Well, maybe that. some of the listeners do. It's one of these British houses with big windows on the front. Very big, very wide windows. It's an old 19th century farmhouse, and it's quite large, and it's got a, a large garden. So what they call garden is what we'd call a backyard in the States. Basically a big lawn. It's got a walled garden um, on one side. Do you have apple in your home? A walled garden. Uh, okay, you could say that. My office is on the ground floor looking out, and I look across at a big field of some sort of beans that the farmers said are a kind of beans that are used to feed cattle. That's not beans for human consumption. So it's just a big field across from me that stretches out for, I don't know, it's like a 50-acre field, um, trees, and in the distance I can see the hills that head off towards Stratford. Well, you know what? We may have to move up there. Our landlord, we call him the slumlord, has decided he wants to sell this place for twice what it's worth. And we have a deadline and we have to leave. So that's causing all sorts of fun. Yeah, well, that's why we moved, too, because our our landlord of the previous house decided they wanted to sell it and not rent it anymore. And so they gave us notice. He gave us notice, too, but he's being very annoying because the notice was so short. He kind of, like, didn't tell us. He was listing the place, and they said, oh, you got to leave in a couple of weeks. And I said, what? Isn't there some sort of rule of the amount of notice you need to get? This guy has got 50 places in Arizona, in the rundown neighborhoods like this one. I don't know whether there's a rule or not, but I don't think he is the kind of person who cares. Okay. Anyway, we shouldn't be talking about this. We should talk about good, cool stuff or silly stuff. Now, silly stuff is Apple dumps ports. Every so often, they decide they don't want that connector. We'll put another connector in there or a better connector or fewer connections because they don't want you to connect anything. They want it all to be wireless eventually. So now the story arose, and you wrote something about it last year, and we talked about it, that the venerable headphone jack, the three-and-a-half-millimeter headphone jack, that has been around since the 1950s on the first transistor radios, Apple has said, 
it's got to go. Now, in the old days, we'd say it would be steeped. Now it's got to be timmed. Now, I was looking this up. The original quarter-inch phone jack It goes back to the late 19th century. And that technology was distilled for the smaller plug. So we're dealing with 19th century technology. And Apple says, it's got to go. Or at least that's the rumor. What do you think, Kirk? This rumor has been coming and going and coming and going. Um, I wrote about it last year, I believe, in December for Macworld. I, I don't know who's get, I don't know where this rumor is coming from, because you hear the rumor and then someone says, "Oh no!" Well, now there's a rumor that there there will be a headphone jack. I I think so. So I think what started this was last year at the WWDC, Apple announced a new audio framework which would allow applications to get digital audio from an iOS device through the lightning port. And this would allow for, let's say, high-end headphones with a built-in digital analog converter to get the digital audio directly from the iPhone and to convert it in the headphones. And this could lead to better sound. Um, Since last year, I believe there have been two headphones released that can do this. And they're very expensive headphones. There there wasn't a lot of uptake even in the hi-fi world to have headphones that work with with the lightning uh, connector. Now, you would have another option, of course, which is wireless using Bluetooth headphones. The problem with Bluetooth headphones is that they require batteries, that you got to charge the batteries, that the sound quality isn't as good as wired headphones. So I don't think that no matter what, this would be a good choice if Apple were to do this. Now, let me ask you very briefly here. In terms of sound quality, we have Bluetooth 4 now. A Bluetooth 5 is coming out. Will that offer better audio quality, or is that not a priority? Because I can't see any reason why they can't give you decent audio on a wireless basis if they're willing to allow for the proper bandwidth and everything. I'm not sure it's just a bandwidth situation. So Bluetooth audio works with a specific codec that's built into Bluetooth. And I think a lot of this has to do with the range of Bluetooth. It's currently about 10 meters or 30 feet. I I understand that the next version of Bluetooth will have a slightly larger range, but it can't be too much. It's just the nature of the protocol. It's meant to be a near-field protocol rather than something like AirPlay, where you stream um, from a computer in one room to a speaker uh, or an Apple TV, say, in another room. I think audio quality is certainly part of the Bluetooth spec, and and it's important. And when they came out with this Aptex codec, which I guess was Bluetooth 3, it did improve audio quality, but it's still compressing the audio. If someone wants expensive headphones because they care about audio quality, they want to get lossless audio into the headphones. They don't want something that's compressed. So once you get, once you put this over Bluetooth, there is compression no matter what. Now, it's possible that the next version of Bluetooth will have more bandwidth and it will need to be compressed. I really don't know about that. I suppose they could have it less compressed. The problem with that also is it's compression built upon compression because the audio you're listening to from your device is going to be likely compressed already unless you're listening to lossless. So most people are not. But then if you're going to the headphones and the interface compresses them again, it does have to hurt audio quality. Now, I read a comment from a pundit that I will not name. And he says, well, Apple's going to do this because, number one, they save money having fewer ports. And you think, what does it cost Apple to have a headphone jack on an iPhone? A dollar? Headphone jack is, it doesn't have any chips in it. It doesn't have any processors. It's just metal. So, you know, given that they're doing millions of these, 
um, it's probably a nickel each. Okay, one nickel. Okay, now remember in the movie Trading Places, where Ralph Bellamy and Don Amici play two rich brothers, commodity traders, and they make a bet whether they can bring in somebody from the street, played by Eddie Murphy, and make him into an expert commodity trader if they just, you know, clean him up and everything. And their bet is $1, which today, because of the age of the movie, would be like $5. But what about one nickel? Okay, so Apple will do anything to save a nickel on iPhone. That's the first conspiracy. Well, when you think of 50 million nickels a quarter, or however many iPhones they sell, that's a lot of nickels. I wouldn't put them past it to want to save a nickel on every iPhone, but this is this would be a disruptive change. And so many people talk about, oh, yes, but they got rid of the floppy drive. The problem is the floppy drive was, it had reached its apogee. Floppy disks were too small for the sizes of files that we were starting to use. Remember, this is what, 97, 98? It was the summer of 98. I beta tested for Apple. I was a member of their customer quality feedback program. I beta tested the first Bondi Blue iMac. iMac, yep. But the problem is that I had to do a firmware update, and the guy said, the person who was my contact at Apple, look, if the update works, fine. We don't know if it will or not. It's not 100%. It might brick the unit, just send it back. On the other hand, listen, if it works, just keep it. Well, I think they knew he was putting me on. It bricked that iMac, so I didn't get Ouch. to keep it. You know, okay. listen... That's how it goes. I got to interview Jonathan Ive, though, for the Arizona Republic at the time. He doesn't do much in interviews anymore unless you're rich and famous. So I'll be out of the running. Anyway, we have Kirk McElhern, who lives in a just wonderful home there. I I envy you, my friend. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap. But not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com host. Once again, that's technightowl.com host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. This is a healthcare alert from the Pain Relief Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one suffers from knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain and have Medicare as your primary insurance, we've got great news. You don't have to suffer any longer. You can immediately qualify for a pain relieving brace at little or no cost to you by calling our 24-7 Pain Relief Hotline at 866-389-0620. Delivery is free and all paperwork is handled for you. If you are on Medicare and have knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain, don't wait you can qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost by calling our 24-7 pain hotline now at 866-389-0620. Our representatives are standing by 24-7 to take your call and rush you your pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you. Shipping is free and all paperwork is handled for you. 
Just call 866-389-0620. That's 866-389-0620. Again, 866-389-0620. This is an alert. If your business or church is building this year, you're about to pay more than you should. This could mean thousands of dollars more for your office, retail space, church, or warehouse. A general steel building can save you as much as half the cost and time of similar conventional construction. And we're offering rebates of up to $20,000 to help you build today. Call General Steel for free information that could save you thousands. Call 866-91-STEEL. 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 Hi there, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. And we're looking in this time of terrible financial crash, terrible meltdown of the medical system, we're looking to pay people obscene amounts of money if you become a student of our business at Longevity, We will help you actually take care of people better than the medical system has. Think about it. We spend more money in America for health care than all the other 218 nations the world put together, and they can't even solve weight loss problems. I mean, the medical system can have a total mental brain fart, and if you do this, you will be able to save an enormous amount of people from being overweight, being obese. They don't even know what causes obesity. Believe me, we know what causes obesity. In the medical system, they think it's from eating too much. It's not from eating too much. It's actually a mineral deficiency. Do you solve a iron deficiency anemia with a bone marrow transplant? That's what they think. Do you solve a mineral deficiency that causes obesity with a gastric bypass? That's dumber than a stump. Contact us at GCNminerals.com. Learn how to lose weight, look good, and save yourselves a gob of money. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow night owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. Having more to come, I should mention here that we have a special feature of the show. It helps you support the show and help me get that next luxury estate I have to rent in two weeks. Seriously, go to plus.technightowl.com, plus.technightowl.com. For a modest subscription rate, we give you a commercial-free version of this show, better quality audio. What more can you ask? plus.technightowl.com. We have Kirk McElhern, and his blog is called Kirkville at McElhern.com. He also writes for Macworld. He writes books. He's got the Committed Podcast. He's got another podcast. I keep forgetting the name, but... The Next Track. The Next Track. Got to be for music lovers. It's about the way people listen to music today, and I co-host it with Doug Adams. iTunes users are familiar with Doug. He runs the Doug's Apple Scripts for iTunes website. Anyway, we were talking here about the rumor. It is a rumor. It is not confirmed that Apple's ready to save a nickel on every iPhone and get rid of the headphone jack. Now, we understand the headphone jack is an ancient technology, but it there. works. So again, again, to discuss the floppy disk, the floppy disk was a technology that needed 
to be replaced. Let um, me tell you something here. This is a story I always remember about floppies, why I was so happy they were gone. We used to use floppies, and part of it is we came out of traditional typography. We had used large floppy disks for our typesetting equipment to store documents and everything. So we used the floppy drives on the Mac, which were not very reliable. I mean, you know, maybe 5 or 10% of those floppies would fail. They wouldn't mount on the Mac. And fortunately, we had backups, but otherwise we'd have to recreate the job that we were doing. So by the time we got to the mid-90s, I was only too happy to get rid of floppies. And then, of course, with USB, it made it easier to hook up external drives without having to deal with the scuzzy nightmare. Now, remember also, with the iMac, Apple gave up on the ADB Apple desktop bus for input devices, which was exclusive to Apple. It wasn't a shared yeah, technology. That's right. They gave up on local talk for printers. They gave up on SCSI, which was an international standard, but just, you know, real pain. Real pain because you'd have conflicts and suddenly drives wouldn't mount. It was a mess. And they put in USB. USB wasn't as fast as SCSI, but was pretty reliable. It was an international standard. It had gone nowhere in PC land until Apple put it on the iMac and made it its USB or its Ethernet for networking or its nothing. And by taking that posture, suddenly... Lots of companies realize, hey, they can sell hardware to Mac and PC users, just change the drivers, Mac and PC users, and suddenly there was an avalanche of USB peripherals, and obviously money was put into USB because you then had USB 2.0 a few years later, USB 3.0, USB 3.1, which does all sorts of incredible things, USB-C, all this coming from Apple being the one to make it work. Yeah. In 1998. Apple was the one that, that pulled the trigger, essentially. As you said, USB existed, and you could buy PCs with USB, but you couldn't really buy... You could buy PCs with USB ports, but you couldn't buy many peripherals for them. It was really surprising until the iMac came out, and all of a sudden you started getting them. So that's another interesting point about comparing the headphone jack to the floppy. With PCs... They just throw a bunch of ports on these PCs. So you had old ports, new ports, this port, that port. There was no preference. Apple forced you. You like the iMac, you got to go USB. You have to get a USB adapter or something. You got to go USB or Ethernet. They forced the issue by having fewer ports. With PC makers, they did nothing. They just added another port. Right. And they kept all the ports. And, and of course, it wasn't long, I believe it was 2001, with the iMac DV that they added the FireWire port. So that was just a couple years later. And that, of course, was much, much faster than USB. And that was FireWire 400. Then we got FireWire 800 later. But the point is, the difference between the two is we needed to get rid of floppies. We needed a replacement for floppies. And we were able to use things like zip drive back then. A floppy was 1.4 megabytes in a zip disk was 100 megabytes or 95 or or something after it was formatted. The difference was huge. And, and I was working with large files and I was using floppies to back up my work. And all of a sudden I was able to use these zip disks, 100 megabytes to back up my files. It was just, it was freedom. Now I should tell you, in retrospect, it wasn't the most reliable format zip, but a lot better than floppies. But then iOmega had a format called Jazz, which was treacherous. Yeah, I never used the Jazz. I had a Jazz. It was one of those things where it had a very sensitive clip to yeah. mount the drive. 
And if that clip was damaged in any way, bent slightly, all the media would be destroyed. It was really, really fatal. And eventually, of course, you start getting traditional backup drives. But the point being, this was the replacement for floppy fixing most of the problems being capacity and to some degree reliability. Let's get back to headphones. But is there a compelling need? Now, one argument made by this guy who was saying Apple was saving all this money on production, the nickel factor, this person suggested that another reason would be to make it easier to make that device waterproof, to take away a point of failure because headphone jacks are, shall we say, vulnerable to failure. Do you know anyone who's had um, water get in their headphone jack? I know that there is a desire to make the iPhone waterproof because people have dropped them in toilets and things. And and I'm looking at mine now. Is the lightning connector waterproof? Are the two speakers waterproof? Because when I look at the bottom of my iPhone, the headphone jack is not the only open area on the device. Yeah, but you're just using logic. I know, I know. I shouldn't use logic, should I? No, you shouldn't use logic. I mean, I think, yes, it's easier to break the plug because it's very thin in the headphone jack, but it's pretty extreme. But I have had this kind of jack, the mini jack, the mini headphone jack, break on, I think, a power book at one time. Yeah, I've never had that happen on any device. Um, I can understand it more on a laptop because of the length of the cable, the the position of the laptop when you're using it and all that. Um, The only things that have ever happened to me with my iPhone is that I've managed to pull the plug out by sticking it in my pocket or or pulling on the wire of the headphone or something. Um, But... No, no matter. So the, the problem is that you don't just use headphones on your iPhone. So if you end up, if you end up with, so w- let's assume that you want to use the wired, a wired headphone and it doesn't come from Apple. So it doesn't have a lightning connector. You're going to have to have a dongle. And this is a dongle you're going to have to buy from Apple. So it's going to be 25 bucks. Apple's going to make money on it because they're licensing their lightning connector technology. If you do buy a headphone that has a lightning connector, then you won't be able to use it on anything other than Apple devices. You won't be able to use it on a Mac, on a MacBook. You won't be able to use it on anything um, without another dongle, assuming that the dongle works in the other direction, because there could be some sort of power thing or chip thing that needs to be um, verified to make it work. I have no idea. I, I just think... We got more to come with Kirk McElhern on the Tech Night Out Live. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Worried about lead, fluoride, and other contaminants in your drinking water? Get a ProPure with the Pro1G 2.0 cleanable reusable filter and remove up to 200 contaminants. Drink water the way nature meant it to be. Clean, crisp, and refreshing. See the complete line of ProPure products, including the new ProMax shower filter. There's a ProPure for you. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. 
There is an affordable alternative to the high cost of health care that offers freedom from insurance while providing compliance with the Obamacare individual mandate. Imagine having access to quality, affordable health care that allows you the freedom to choose your doctor and hospital. Members can share up to 100% of necessary medical expenses, including some alternative treatments. Find out how you and your family can contain health care costs without giving up your freedom. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Here's Dr. Paul Meyer, Christian psychiatrist, author of 85 books, and founder of the national chain Meyer Clinics, to tell you about To Your Health Liquid Vitamins. I've been taking these every day for over a decade now, and I try to encourage every one of my clients to take them every day. And there's a number of reasons. First of all, it's the, it's the best vitamins you can get. It's got dozens of vitamins, antioxidants, and nutrients in it. And then the most important reason why I do it as a psychiatrist and, and recommend it to my patients is because it's got brain food in it. It's got the essential amino acid. It's got tryptophan, phenylalanine, tyrosine, choline, vitamin B6, and these chemicals that are all natural from food turn into the brain chemicals that make you happy. To Your Health is delicious. Find out more today. Call us 800-801-3459 or visit online at mytoyourhealth.com. Use the coupon code RADIO15 for a 15% discount on your order. That's mytoyourhealth.com. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-704-6182. A Place for Mom offers free, one-on-one advice from local advisors and a personalized list of senior living communities you can visit. If you have questions about senior care for your mom or dad, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. Call A Place for Mom in the next 10 minutes to get your free ebook on financing senior care as well as free information on senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-704-6182. That's 1-800-704-6182. Dangerous blood clot device alert. If you or a loved one had an IVC filter placed to prevent blood clots from traveling to your heart or lungs and suffered an injury, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. The FDA warns that IVC filters may cause serious complications, such as heart or lung damage, internal bleeding, and even death. These dangerous blood clot devices can break and the metal fragments can travel to your heart or lungs causing serious injuries. If you or a loved one suffered organ damage or other injuries from an IVC filter, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-478-1507. 800-478-1507. 800-478-1507. This is an advertisement. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. InjuryHelpDesk.com is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. Live with Gene Steinberg, it's the Tech Night Owl, because you never know what's going to happen next. We have Kirk McElhern with Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Owl Live talking about plugs. 
I'm about ready to plug my ears, but let's just continue for a minute. Go ahead, Kirk. The, the problem is that if Apple does change this, it's, it's extremely arrogant because they're suggesting that the headphones that you buy are only used on Apple devices. I wouldn't be able to plug those headphones into my iMac without a dongle. And I'm talking to you now with a microphone that's on a mic stand and headphones that are plugged into the back of the iMac. I wouldn't be able to listen on my MacBook, which has a USB-C connector, because there's no USB-C to lightning connector. I'd have to use a headphone jack. I'd have to use a dongle. You'd have to have two different dongles, one for Apple headphones to regular devices and one for regular headphones to Apple devices. It's inelegant. It's not the kind of thing that Apple generally does. The thing here, I guess, if there was a value in sticking with all digital, no need to convert until you get to the headphone where you're still going to have to convert to analog. You have to convert no matter what. This makes the logic even less capable. The other thing to bear in mind here is another suggestion is, well, until people adapt to the new format, assuming that it could be done cheaply enough, which I doubt, we're already seeing that with the few lightning earphones that are available that are very expensive. Apple will allegedly provide an adapter with a standard set of earbuds. Well, if that's the case, they're not saving money because they have to give you an adapter. Exactly. If they're saving a nickel on the headphone jack, they're spending a buck for the adapter. It's not getting them anything. Exactly. So, you know, people write dumb things. And maybe that Apple wants to get rid of the headphone jack, although it's a case that really, really is difficult to make. For a lot of other decisions that Apple has made with getting rid of ports, there are arguments about it. You know, like FireWire, because, you know, FireWire was being replaced by Thunderbolt. There were FireWire to Thunderbolt adapters. And FireWire had probably never realized its full potential because it just hadn't really spread that far in the PC world and you want to have international standards. Whatever it is, Apple gave up on FireWire except for the adapter. There are reasons, but the reasons for getting rid of the headphone jack are, to me, very murky because of the potential disruption. Now, the other argument was we had the 30-pin dock connector. Apple replaced it with Lightning, and there were architectural advantages in terms of technology, supposedly in terms of the ability to create different types of peripherals. And we've all adapted to that. Plus, it's nice to be able to have a plug that's reversible, which, of course, is remnant of USB-C. Reversible. I mean, that creates fewer opportunities to break anything because it doesn't matter how you plug it in. So I could see that as a point of failure. It reduces it. The rest, I don't see the logic. I guess Apple, if they do it, they'll get on stage and say, this is why we're doing it. And they'll give you a complete song and dance and the demonstrations and everything else. I don't know. The odds to me are maybe 50-50 at this point because there's just too many alleged prototypes showing no headphone jack. So maybe there's something behind it. I don't know. It could also be preliminary prototypes that are not going to be produced. I say 50-50, no better. What do you think? I say no. It doesn't make any sense to me. There is, there is no logic. No, I just was saying there's no logic to, for them to do this. So I, I don't think they're going to do this. Well, at least it's a rumor to talk about because right now the rumors about the iPhone 7 don't give us a lot. You know, we're not hearing much. Well, maybe the form factor won't be that much different. Maybe we'll have the headphone jack ditched, timmed, 
as I said. But what else would they include in the next iPhone? Faster processor A10, maybe some other minor refinements. Apple is surely running out of stuff to add to these things. Yeah, you know, there's, there's talk of an all-glass iPhone. There's talk of a, um, a hard home button, in other words, one that doesn't actually move. Uh, I think... I think the home button change is logical. It would be closer to what you get on an Android phone. Um, of course, they have to make it work with Touch ID. I, I don't like the idea of the all glass. Um, I don't know, in terms of hardware, what they could really change. How about better battery life? Maybe they could do that, more storage. Now, when it comes to storage... I have heard, and again, this is one of those unconfirmed things, that you'll get 32 gigabytes standard, then 128, then 256, which is pretty decent set. Give up on 16 gigabytes. Of course, Apple wants to sell you more iCloud storage, obviously, which takes us to Mac OS Sierra in a moment. Yeah, but the iCloud storage does not help the storage on your device. And unfortunately, I know people who have bought extra iCloud storage thinking that it would somehow expand the store, the amount of storage on their device, even virtually, but it doesn't work like that. No, I hear you. I hear you. I agree with cheaper and cheaper solid-state storage. I would agree 32, 128, 256. Don't you think that makes sense? I, I would like to see 32 to be the minimum because 16 is just criminal these days that you're charging people so much for a phone and they are immediately cramped in what they can put on that phone. You know, if you put on the, 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 the apps that Apple recommends you put on all of the iWork apps, GarageBand and all that, um, you're, you're down to less than eight gigabytes. I think it was six or six and a half gigabytes left. Well, this is something that Apple, I guess is learning, but they've always given you, products with not enough storage i mean get yourself a macbook air for 899 with 128 gigabytes and tell me that's enough and do you think the mac os sierra solution is workable because it's going to use an icloud drive for backing up your unneeded stuff your optimized storage feature things like that does that work too yeah so well i don't remember what the the term is um the the thing that offloads some of your files onto iCloud Drive. I think this is an amazingly short-term solution that Apple's offering. When you just consider that the price of storage constantly decreases and the amount of storage we get increases. I mean, the first SSD that Apple sold was on the original MacBook Air, and it was a 60-gigabyte SSD. Um, now you're up to 128, 256, even 512 that you can get on Macs. I mean, my assumption of the future of all this would be that we'll have terabyte SSDs pretty soon at the same price as 256 gig SSDs, and it's only a few years away. I really don't get why Apple thinks that this offloading to iCloud thing is a good idea, because um, it, it takes a lot of time. It takes bandwidth. Um, if you're If you're putting gigabytes of files up into iCloud, um, everyone's upload, upload speed is slower than a download speed. So it's going to take a long time for the files to get up, and then you have to get them back again. Now, to be fair, most people have a lot of files on their computer that they never open. 
but I really wouldn't trust iCloud to back up my files because essentially it's what it is. It's a, an online backup when you do that. I don't know. It sounds to me like a feature that is in need of a purpose. I agree there may be a reason to want to have more iCloud storage as an intermediary. And I think part of it is to be able to share your documents and desktop folders. But what if you don't put your stuff in those folders to the same degree? What if you have I don't a use se- my desktop folder. I ne- I, there is nothing on my desktop. I never even see my desktop. Um, I do use my documents folder, and I have a number of subfolders in it for for my files. And in fact, all of my personal files, work files, are somewhere in my documents folder, um, or they're in my library folder. A lot of people don't realize that a lot of your files um, are actually in the library application support folder. And by the way, don't make sure that your library isn't overdue. They'll charge you a fine. Late fees. Got to watch right. out for those late fees. Oh, yeah. Got to watch out for those late fees. We have Kirk McElhern. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. The award-winning Graphic Converter 10, the universal genius for photo editing apps on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for the Swiss Army Knife app. It gives you all the features that you expect, and most important, it's easy to use. You can get it for just $39.95 from www.lemkesoft.com. That's www.lemkesoft.com. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. Are your Google search results killing you? Unflattering content in blogs, news articles, online reviews, social media, or other sources can jeopardize your reputation, your business, and your livelihood. Let Reputation.com help. Our patented technology will make the truth about you more visible while pushing down unwanted negative content. Improve your Google search results. Call Reputation.com. Dot com at 1-800-831-0771 for a free consultation. That's 800-831-0771. This is Dan Pillard. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com.
Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. This is a warning to all household pests, to all cockroaches, spiders, ants, rodents, and other pests. If you've just made yourself at home in someone else's home, you'd better hope the owners never hear about Terminix. Because Terminix has the know-how and the means to do whatever it takes to remove you from that home. Terminix has over 85 years of experience exterminating invaders like you. And right now, they're making it easier than ever for homes to be protected by offering a free pest estimate to every caller at 1-800-676-1468. Cockroaches, spiders, ants, rodents, and other pests. This is your eviction notice. With one call, Terminix will remove you from the home you've invaded. If you think you can simply come back later, think again. Terminix will protect that home with a 100% satisfaction money-back guarantee so you can never return. Warning, homeowners are calling Terminix right now for a free pest estimate at 1-800-676-1468. 1-800-676-1468. Limitations apply. See plan for details. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Live with Gene Steinberg, it's the Tech Night Owl, because you never know what's going to happen next. Now, my organization is different than yours because everybody is, you know, an individual. So I don't use my documents folder all that much. Part of it is because of the radio shows, and I don't look at audio files as documents, though to the Mac it doesn't matter. So I have several folders on my desktop folder for each radio show for the final broadcast files, the ones that you can download. I have those in a separate folder. I call it archives, very smart. I have a separate folder, as I said, for each radio show. And I put it on the desktop. Why? I don't know. I guess I thought at one time in moving from Mac to Mac, it'd be easier. On the other hand, my documents and desktop folders together total about 250 gigabytes of storage. So if I want to use this feature to be able to share it on another Mac, say my MacBook Pro, I'd have to buy it not 200 gigabytes of online storage, but a terabyte because there's nothing in the middle. But it's not a plot from Apple to get a few dollars a month from you, is it? For iCloud storage, because they're sure depending on that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I like the idea of, of a thin client. So so what a thin client is, is that you can use any computer. Um, 
and you open up the computer and you log in and you access your files. And basically that's the idea. The problem is that, again, it's a bandwidth thing. If you don't have the files local, uh, if you don't have the bandwidth, you're kind of stuck. I mean, this works with something like the Chromebook, where you're basically just working on basic files that are in the cloud and the files aren't very big. And I believe the Chromebook either can or will soon be able to download files as well. But for something like you're talking about with a lot of files, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. There's something illogical about it. And when when you think about it, most people don't have the amount of files you do, but a lot of people may have, you know, huge PowerPoint files and huge graphics files. So my iMac uh, has a 256 gigabyte SSD, and it currently has about 100 gigabytes available. So with the operating system, with my personal files, um, not my media files, they're on an external disk because there's not enough room, I'm using about 150 gigabytes. Um, If I were to look at my documents folder, let's see, my documents folder is six and a half gigabytes. And again, I have nothing on the desktop. So if I were to do this, I would basically take my documents folder and I have a lot in Dropbox as well. So I'd need that. Um, but I've got like 10 gigabytes of files that I use, not counting my media files. Now, let me just tell you what I have here for documents. It's 48 gigabytes, but about 40 of that is for a Parallels desktop Windows 10 virtual machine. Yeah. The rest are for documents for various projects, but as I said, most of mine is in the desktop folder. I don't think it matters where you put it because it's just an abstraction. It doesn't matter where you put it. The key here is, is this solution, and these seem to be the 10-pole features of Mac OS Sierra other than Siri, it's the universal clipboard, it is sharing the documents and desktop folders, it is optimized storage so you get more usable space out of your Mac, especially with a situation where you don't have a lot of storage to begin with. Now, they're being able to isolate duplicate files, unused installers. There have been third-party utilities like Spring Cleaning that allowed you to do that. Apple is doing now a similar thing. I guess that makes sense. It does. And actually, what would really be good is if you told users, hey, you've got 12 gigabytes of, of app installers here. Do you want to get rid of them? And I'm assuming it's looking for um, .pkg files, which are packages, or maybe disk images. You don't need to put them in the cloud. You don't need to spend all this time uploading things into the cloud. If you tell people that you've got these files and ask them if they need to keep them, you you know, a lot of people aren't necessarily computer savvy. And what they may do is they may download an installer or a disk image and they'll install the software and they'll just forget about the installer and they'll leave it someplace, either on the desktop in their downloads folder, whatever. Now, I have friends who have 20 different installers for Firefox. You mean they've downloaded new versions by rather than updating through Firefox. Exactly. You know, Firefox and Chrome can do dynamic updates. Right. No problem. You never have to think about it. You install it once and it will always be updated. No problem. But what happens is here is people will download these installers, which consist of the app with a little arrow, put it in the applications folder. 
They yeah. don't. They run the application from the desktop. Then oh, someday yeah. they yeah. restart and it's no longer mounted. Oh, I don't know where Firefox is. And they start yeah. downloading it again. I know several people who do that. And I say, no, no, drag it to the applications folder. Drag it to the folder within the installer image file. Yeah, because, because it's usually an alias of the applications folder. Exactly. You know, when I, I don't know personally anyone who does that, but when someone first told me that um, maybe a year ago, I was very surprised. Um, but I've heard several other people mention that they see this, that it's very common. That Which suggests that um, these companies who are making these installers would do well to put some text in there saying, hey, drag this to your applications folder. Or, I don't know if you've ever seen this, so when I download a new app, I generally launch it from my downloads folder if I'm trying something out before I'm sure I want to keep it. That way it's easier to delete than to have to go to my applications folder and look for everything that I can delete. And there are many apps that say, hey, I noticed this isn't in the applications folder. Do you want me to move it? In which case, the app will move itself. And I think all apps should do that. So if Firefox could do that from the disk image, then you wouldn't have to worry. That, of course, requires intelligence. Yeah, and well, the problem is that, you know, these, uh, I'm guessing most of the Firefox developers are Windows users or even Linux users and not Mac users, so they're not thinking of that sort of thing the same way that you and I would. I'll give you a story here, and maybe most of our listeners wouldn't care. I have a Logitech Harmony Universal Remote. I feel for you. I don't know of any Universal Remote that's any better. Yeah, I know. They're all bad. All right. So they use an app called Logitech Harmony Remote Software. And the way it works is you run it on your Mac and it creates an online account. So as you adjust it, say you switch from cable to satellite or a different service provider or you buy a different TV set, it allows you to set up the profile for that equipment, but you keep it online. So it's always stored. It stores your settings. It stores your settings And if you get a new device, it will translate it. Okay. Now, the other day... that's good. Okay. Okay. So you don't don't have to manually redo whatever with the new device. Exactly. It translates. Okay. So theoretically, this should be a dream, but let me give you the problem here. Okay. So what I do sometimes when I decide to switch from cable or satellite providers is when the 12-month or 24-month agreement is up, and suddenly I have to pay the full price. So I go back to the provider and say, can you give me a deal? Well, your deal is up now. You pay the full price. I said, fine. So I go back to the other provider who really wants my business, and I get the better deal, and I switch. Yeah. So I'm always on a plan. So I went back to satellite, always on a plan. DirecTV, they had just a plan. It was just great, saving a lot of money. I was able to use several of the lower packages to get all the TV channels I want. I didn't have to buy a real expensive plan. Really good. So what do I want to do? I want to switch my Harmony remote to work not with the Cox box, but the DirecTV box. All right? Should be simple. So I go on to the Logitech Harmony remote installer, and I switch it. It takes like five minutes. And now what do you do then? You update your remote. You plug in your remote from a USB connector, and it's got one of these mini micro USB connectors on the back going to a normal USB Mm -hmm. jack on your Mac or PC. That won't download. It won't do a thing. 
Now, I can't call Logitech because they only give you free support for the first year. So they'll charge you like $10, $20 per call. So I Seriously? look around. Yeah, they'll charge you for support. A lot of companies do. So oh. I consider, what do I do? And I look up their support boards. It appears that due to an architectural change in OS ten El Capitan, you have to go through a really, really weird workaround. I know a lot of our listeners have universal remotes from Logitech and might encounter this. You have to go through a weird workaround with the OS and with terminal to get it to work with your remote. And that's because even though El Capitan has been out for nine months as we do this show, Logitech has not gotten around to do this update. So let me explain it to you. If you're someone who has one of these remotes and this update isn't working, I'll give you the solution on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Attention backpackers on a budget. Why spend 80 to $300 to pump clean survival water? Introducing the Viva Water Pump Kit from Viva Outdoor Products. Super easy to use and super lightweight at only 6.5 ounces, the Viva Water Pump Kit provides high flow rate at one ounce per stroke, can be one hand pumped, and is dependable and affordable at only $24.99. Filter not included. Get your Viva Water Pump Kit at viba-odp.com from Viva Outdoor Products. As a doctor, I see patients every day who are losing their vision to age-related macular degeneration, also known as AMD. If you have blurry vision or blind spots, they can be symptoms of AMD, and if untreated, could lead to blindness. The good news? AMD can be managed with effective clinically approved treatments that may reverse some vision loss. For free AMD information, contact the Foundation Fighting Blindness at 1-800-BLINDNESS. That's 1-800-BLINDNESS. There is a cure in sight. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. I'm going to ask Kirk after this if he has a universal remote, do you? No. I tried one a few years ago. I tried the Logitech. I bought it from Amazon when they had a a daily deal or whatever. It was such a disaster trying to set it up, and it didn't work with all my devices. I gave up. All right. Mine, it's mostly good. Part of the problem is, of course, 
when you're using the standard RF interface, where it sends a radio signal to the sensor on your device, the sensors are in different places on the device. Mm. So you can't just go up to it and turn something on and it will activate your devices because some equipment will not support it. So what I do is I go back about four or five feet, point it to the general area of the box, the TV, the audio system, whatever, and about 90% of the time, it turns it on or turns it off correctly. It's, there's a help feature which figures this out if it doesn't work. All right, here's the solution. Now, apparently with El Capitan, I'm reading partly from somebody from Logitech. It blocks non-signed system extensions. Harmony is installing three system extensions to communicate with the remote. And those extensions are not signed properly, thus they're blocked, non-loaded by OS X. So the question, of course, is very simple. After nine months, Logitech hasn't found the way to have these extensions signed? So signing means that when you are a registered developer with an Apple developer account, you download a sort of a certificate that you include in your apps, and that's that's the signature. It's called code signing. In order to install certain things, they have to be code signed by developers with developer accounts. If it's nine months later and Logitech still hasn't fixed this, yeah, they're not very swift. I'll give you another problem, all right? This is the latest Logitech software, which came out about a year ago, like just a few months before OS X El Capitan, they haven't updated it. But now, listen, the other problem is it loads a Java library from Java 6SE. I remember that from when I had one, I guess about four or five years ago, it was using Java. If you don't have it on your Mac or you do an OS upgrade and you don't have the installer, you have to go onto Oracle's site to find it. They do have it. Like, for example, I have an older version of Photoshop here. Photoshop CS 5.1 because I won't pay monthly fees for Mm -hmm. user license. So this is like two versions before then. Works fine, but has the same Java library it's loading. It's a cheap way to program for the Mac. You use a cross-platform interface. All right, so that's fixed. So here's the workaround, all right? So we have the unsigned extensions needed to be able to download the updates from the Logitech software to the Harmony remote, all right? The workaround is to restart your Mac in recovery mode, you know, command R at reboot. Yep. And that's normally if you have to reinstall the OS. And there's a utilities menu with terminal. So you go in there and you type a command that disables the requirement for the signed extension and you restart your Mac. It works perfectly. I mean, it downloaded everything in 30 seconds flat. And then they tell you, well, go back in there to recovery mode for the security of your Mac or if you're paranoid and enable the C-S-R-U-T-I-L enable command to re-enable this feature. Now, I'm not going to be updating my Harmony remote every day. You know, it may be a couple of years between updates, depending on how long my current satellite discount lasts and whether I have to go back to another provider after it expires. You see, that's, that's an interesting thing here because right now the biggest growth in the cable satellite industry in U.S. is stealing customers from other services. Yeah, not so much new customers because they go, of course, they cut the cord. All right, just think now. This is something that you have to really search for. It's buried on their support boards. It's silly. After nine months, a big company, and Logitech is a pretty big company. They've got really good keyboards. They've got mice. They've got the harmonies, which are good or bad, depending on your point of view. 
they're a fairly big company there. They can't figure how to hire a developer, pay $99 a year for the Apple developer program, and set up these kernel extensions so that they are signed in accordance with Apple's requirements and update the software. They can't figure a way to update the software so it doesn't depend on some kind of Java runtime thing from five years ago. Well, I think once they committed to Java, they would have to rewrite a whole lot of software to be able to use a different system. And Java does have the advantage of being cross-platform, but it's old, it's archaic, it's out of date, it's like using Flash these days. It does show a sort of lack of forward thinking on their part. What I don't understand is why do you need to install something on your Mac to use this? Is that just to be able to set it up? They load the kernel extensions when they do the update to the remote. So this is in order to put new firmware on the remote, you're saying? Yes, in order to update the remote with firmware or new instructions, because you've hooked up new equipment. Ah, okay. Any update that you make to the remote, they require three kernel extensions to send that information over your Mac's USB port. Right, okay. I'm thinking there's got to be a better way. So they could do it, let's say, Bluetooth, and they make an app for iOS and for Android, and you do it with Bluetooth. But what do you do when people don't have a smartphone with Bluetooth and you can't do it? Well, they assume everybody has a Mac or a PC, and they always give short shrift to the Mac version. Now, Logitech, to be fair, their PR department sending me a Logitech companion, which is the current version of the remote. The 900 is several years old. I don't know if it uses any better software. But we're sure going to know in a few days. Yeah, you should let me know because when you were starting to talk about this, I took a quick look on Amazon here to see the prices because I do like the idea. I've got five remotes in the living room and it's annoying. But with my experience and with what you're describing, I have absolutely no desire to even attempt this. Now, they have something called Harmony app for iOS or Android. It doesn't mention Mac or PC. They're assuming that most of their users are going to have an iPhone or Samsung or something like that. They also mention here, now I'm looking to see, there is, it's mobile setup or control. You can also do it supposedly online. All right. There is a PC Mac setup also. And in fact, the solution that Logitech also gives is if it doesn't work, don't use their Java app go online and run the app from your browser. That makes sense, yeah. But you still probably need the kernel extensions in order to put anything onto the device. Yeah, that's what I'm going to look at here. Is there software that's different? You see, in my case, it might be easier to just use the iOS, use my iPhone to update it. Because I don't really want to put up with this. As well, long as I'm, I'm looking on Amazon. It. it says system requirements, internet access, Windows PC, Intel, Mac OS computer. So it doesn't say you can set it up with a smartphone. Uh, it does show that there's a smartphone app that basically you can use to control um, your devices. So after you've made the settings, because this one works with the, what do they call it? The hub. So you've got the remote that sends stuff to the hub and then the hub sends the commands to your devices. And it says it devices using IR, Wi-Fi, or Bluetooth. So that's the difference with the hub, that it gives you all three possibilities. So you could use your smartphone, which picks it seems to pick up the same settings, and goes through the hub to send 
the commands to your devices. Uh, but it's wait, it says easily and quickly set up Harmony Companion using the free Harmony mobile app for iOS or Android. So maybe you can. Well, you know, we're going to try it and maybe they have expended more effort. But the other question is here, if you're doing it on your iPhone, you would have to do the connection wirelessly, wouldn't you? How would it interface? That also confuses me. Well, you can do that over Bluetooth or, or Wi-Fi. As an example, I have a weather station, and the weather station, you set it up and you detect it in Bluetooth, and then it copies your Wi-Fi settings. Um, I also have a, a Wi-Thing smart scale. It's, it's the same kind of setup. If, of course, it has a Bluetooth interface. Well, it would have or, to. Or a Wi-Fi it would have interface. To for you to, it would have to have at least Bluetooth for you to be able to do any sort of wireless setup. Um, this setup can be a bit cranky, when we moved here and I got a new um, Wi-Fi device, it took about 10 tries to get my scale to finally recognize the Wi-Fi network. Let's go on with Kirk McElhern and Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Out Live. The award-winning Graphic Converter 10, the universal genius for photo editing apps on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for the Swiss Army Knife app. It gives you all the features that you expect. And most important, it's easy to use. You can get it for just $39.95 from www.lemkesoft.com. That's www.lemkesoft.com. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-704-6182. A Place for Mom offers free, one-on-one advice from local advisors and a personalized list of senior living communities you can visit. If you have questions about senior care for your mom or dad, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. Call A Place for Mom in the next 10 minutes to get your free ebook on financing senior care as well as free information on senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-704-6182. That's 1-800-704-6182. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Today, how to incorporate your business in just 10 minutes so you won't lose everything if you get sued. Step 1. Stop putting it off. 
If you're not incorporated and someone sues your business tomorrow, it's not just your business at risk. You can lose everything, your home, your car, even your life savings. Step two, call the following number for a free 10-minute incorporation guide from incorporate.com. 1-800-941-5257. They don't provide legal or financial advice. They just make incorporating quick and easy. So you can incorporate or form an LLC in just 10 minutes. That number again is 1-800-941-5257. Step three, congratulate yourself. By taking just 10 minutes to incorporate your business or form an LLC, you protected your home, your car, and your life savings. And that is how you incorporate your business in just 10 minutes. But hurry while they're still giving away these 10-minute incorporation guides for free. Call 1-800-941-5257. That's 1-800-941-5257. Attention backpackers on a budget. Why spend $80 to $300 to pump clean survival water? Introducing the Viva Water Pump Kit from Viva Outdoor Products. Super easy to use and super lightweight at only 6.5 ounces, the Viva Water Pump Kit provides high flow rate at 1 ounce per stroke, can be one hand pumped, and is dependable and affordable at only $24.99. Filter not included. Get your Viva Water Pump Kit at viba-odp.com from Viva Outdoor Products. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. Okay, so you're into this... HomeKit style here, Internet of Things scale. I just have a $12 scale I bought from Amazon, and I get on it, and I weigh myself, and it's fine. Yeah, I initially bought a Fitbit scale. It's like four years ago. And then I got a Wything scale for review. And I like the Wythings better because it syncs with Apple's health app, whereas the Fitbit doesn't. I find it really useful because you weigh yourself and it just records it automatically. Um, It also calculates your body fat and a couple other things. Yeah, you can use a $12 scale. And if you want to record your weight over time, you have to do it manually. You can add your, your reading daily readings to the health app. But this does it automatically. I don't have a lot of sort of, what would you say, home automation things. I have a weather station. I have a scale. Those are the only two. So I'm not really a a big fan of the whole home automation concept yet. I Um, think they are uh, products in search of a purpose. Because I I don't don't worry about having my home automation system with my washer and dryer. They work just fine. They're very reliable. I've got used ones here. And they're very old, 10, 15 years old, and they work fine. The refrigerator, I know they're available. And I guess they can selectively defrost something. I don't know. I don't care. I have no need for that. And and what really surprises me is all these people who say, oh, I just turned my lights on from my iPhone. I mean, I can see a use from that. You're out and you want to turn the lights on for burglars to think you're home and maybe even turn the TV on, right? You get a smart plug or something that turns the TV on. But frankly, given what these things cost, uh, I mean, this is just tech obsession. I don't understand the refrigerator. I don't understand the washer and the dryer that much. because no. See, a washing machine is a very, very simple device. You, you probably have a washing machine that has 12 programs and you use two of them. You may use one of them for blankets once a year or something. Well, it, the slumlord it, got us here a couple of 10-year-old whirlpools. 
And they're the basic model, like equivalent to something you buy for five, six hundred dollars now at Kmart. And they're perfectly decent. They wash the clothing, they dry the clothing, and they don't wrinkle anything especially bad. That's fine. A toaster oven's fine. I have an old sharp microwave that I got for $75 at Walmart maybe five years ago, six years ago, when the last one broke after 10, 15 years. It has the revolving thing, so it spins. Yeah. yeah. And you can set the temperature, you know, high, medium, low, whatever. You set the time. Why do I need more? I just wonder here sometimes if they're going too far in trying to automate things. Now, I understand maybe if you have accessibility problems and you need some help and you have equipment that's designed to meet your needs, that makes sense. But I think anytime you add this complexity to all this equipment, first of all, you create the potential because you have an internet connection of a security problem. Are they updating Mm -hmm. the firmware or the software on your smart toaster oven or your smart oven or your smart refrigerator or washer dryer? I don't know. I don't care. I just think this is something where they're running out of reasons because appliances are good enough to sell you a new appliance. I think that's why we have 4K TV. They can't sell you a new set because they already have the HD revolution. Your set from 2008, 2010 is probably 95% as good in terms of picture quality as the current model. And the reason is because everything's pretty good. And the differences will be obvious, clear as day, to professional reviewers who sit there and stare at whether green looks a little bit better on this screen or whether it's a little bit sharper on that screen. You'll never notice sitting back there watching TV. I mean, I have a somewhat older E-Series Vizio. Not an expensive set, but I'll tell you in a casual comparison with any set made today, it's not all that much different. You won't notice. Yeah, I don't disagree. You were, we're in a business that needs to renew products and sell new products. And if you look at the iPhone, coming out with a new iPhone every year doesn't have much justification. It did for the for the first few models, but I'd say since the iPhone 5, 5S, so the 5S was the first one with Touch ID, right? That was a big innovation because it not only makes it quicker to unlock a phone, but the, the security of the Touch ID. For instance, I log into my bank app using Touch ID instead of entering a password and a code. So that, that to me, was a big difference. But there aren't many features that they've added since then. If you look at Macs, they're a little faster. They're, you know, maybe more storage or whatever, but they can only live by selling new product. And we're seeing a lot of these product renewal cycles slowing down. And and I think it's going to be the case for TVs for a while. Yeah, all the smart stuff. You know, if I had a garage with, with a garage, an electric garage door, I could see that as being useful. I have a friend who's got a vacation home and he's got a couple of cameras installed so he can check to see if, well, there's been burglaries, but also what the weather's like outside. If it's snowing, there's not a lot of other stuff. I mean, it doesn't bother me to get up to turn the lights on. It really doesn't. I think we shouldn't become lazy and fat. I think get up and turn the thing on. That's fine. Um, I think we're, we're obsessed with technology, and this is our job, so we have to be slightly obsessed with technology. But it's most of this technology is things that we don't need, and it's just technology lust that gets people to buy a lot of these things. You know, how many people actually use 3D TVs to watch things in 3D, for example? Let me tell you a story. Okay. That Vizio we got here, it has 3D on it, and it uses passive, not active glasses so you can even use the ones from the multiplex if you need more and they're very cheap 
we bought one movie, Man of Steel 2013, in 3D. We watched it once. The next time we watched the movie, it was regular Blu-ray, not 3D Blu-ray. Vizio no longer makes TV sets with 3D. Vizio, by the way, I happen to like. They make really good products. Yeah, But there are no frills. No more 3D. Who cares? This is even 4K at this point. Consider 4K. Four times the resolution. Unless you have a 60-inch TV set and you sit no more than maybe 10 feet away, you're not going to see the difference in resolution. Well, that's actually what would get me to buy a 4K TV is the fact that I would like to have a bigger TV to have a more immersive experience watching movies. I guess we sit about six feet away. Um, Our living room where the TV is actually quite small. But I would like to have a big screen that's bigger. Uh, And if you do that with a 1080 screen, you're going to see the pixels. Yeah, well, I have a 55-inch. I have a 47. But I'm sitting there. We're sitting in the master bedroom, so it's maybe like nine feet away. What's the difference? Like nine, ten feet away. Um, So I remember, I'm six foot two, and the bed's another couple of feet from the TV set, so maybe it's eight or nine feet. Right. So we're closer to 1080p. I can't tell the difference between 1080p, 1080i, or 720p. 4K, I'm no candidate for it. If I had a 65-inch set and we don't live in a place large enough and we have to move anyway, maybe it would work. Kirk McElhern, please tell our listeners more of what you do do. You can find me at my website, Kirkville. It's at McElhern.com. That's M-C-E-L-H-E-A-R-N.com, where I write about Macs and iTunes and music and Shakespeare plays. You can check out my new podcast. It's called The Next Track. It's about the way people listen to music today. Analog, digital, headphones, speakers, um, high-resolution audio, all that. It's at thenexttrack.com, and you can find me at Macworld, where I write about all sorts of things. Kirk McElhern, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me again, Gene. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. So you've got to take a state construction license exam or certification. Can't decide on what books or what chapters to study? Discover right now how you can eliminate unnecessary books and wasted study time. At ContractorExam.com, our study materials zero in on state-required test topics in an effective, multiple-choice format. So whether you're a plumber, electrician, general contractor, or other construction-related trade, ContractorExam.com will help get you prepared. Visit us at www.ContractorExam.com today. You know about RVs, you've heard about bunkers, but surviving is not recreation, and man wasn't made to live underground. Introducing Survivalist Camps, the ultimate fully functional off-the-grid survival bug-out house that's mobile, well-equipped, and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Go to survivalistcamps.com to learn more. That's survivalistcamps.com, providing your basic needs to survive. Survivalistcamps.com. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. 
reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with reputationdefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit reputationdefender.com. My computer is so slow, it's making me crazy. I used to have that problem. Did you quit using a computer or did you buy a new one? No, I called Geeks on Site. They made an appointment to visit my home and showed up the same day. You mean they didn't ask you to bring your computer to a shop? That's what happened when I called a support company. Geeks on Site can go to your home or business or even repair your computer online. They have 24-7 emergency service. If you are having problems with your PC or Mac, call Geeks on Site. 1-800-591-1682. Our friendly certified computer Repair experts are available 24-7. Call now for a free diagnosis. 1-800-591-1682. Data recovery, virus removal, and maintenance for all laptops, desktops, printers, and networks. That's Geeks on Site for friendly, certified computer repair experts. Available 24-7 over the phone or in your home or business. Just call 1-800-591-1682. That's 1-800-591-1682. 1-800-591-1682. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I impartially shot the highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $26 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 1-800-403-4885. That's 1-800-403-4885. 1-800-403-4885. Or go to SelectQuote.com. We shop. You save. Get full details on the example policy at slowquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors not available in all states. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. Welcome to the Tech Night Owl Live with your host, Gene Steinberg. See, I'm introduced twice. Isn't that amazing? This time by Dr. Mac himself, who no longer has the kiss look in his avatar. He looks like almost a normal person, or as normal as he can be. Well, Halloween was a long time ago. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Donald Trump doesn't realize that. Uh, Don't get me started. No politics, ladies and gentlemen. We are on the network, by the way, that features Alex Jones. So we don't want to say anything that would be against his point of view, except when we do. (laughs) In any case, let's talk about technology stuff. Have you been following, Bob, all these rumors that Apple doesn't want us to have proper headphone jacks and will go to just use the lightning port? Well, you know, I have actually heard that. Yeah. I don't know. So far as I know, there's been no uh, confirmation of it, and 
Apple has been, as usual, mum. But I think from the volume of the rumor mill, it's pretty likely. Now, we talk about rumors, and not all rumors are correct. It may be Apple produced prototypes without a headphone jack. Well, and Apple is so hip to this whole rumor thing, they could have thrown that out there as a head fake. You know, it wouldn't wouldn't put it past them to actually let something slip on purpose that wasn't what they were going to release. Let's talk about that for a moment. The Apple head fake. Yeah. How does that work? That's like when Steve Jobs said, who needs a stylus? You know, and he held up his finger. You got the perfect stylus right here. It was a head fake. Yeah, a few years later, it became necessary to have a stylus, so they made the best stylus and, you know, conveniently ignored the fact that Steve was pretty anti-stylus in his day. It's also possible that when Steve was alive, they hadn't planned on having a stylus, and Tim Cook said, you know what, we need one, let's build the best we can. Possible, possible, but... I seem to remember being at a Macworld keynote where Steve said, we're not working on a phone. (laughs) Okay. Head fake. I seem to remember a quarterly conference call when asked about if it would be a cheap Mac. This is 2004, I believe. 2004, Apple is asked, going to build a low-cost Mac. No, we don't produce cheap Macs. Early 2005, Mac Mini. Well, that's not a cheap Mac. That's just a uh, a minimalist Mac. It's a Mac for people that already own other things like keyboards, monitors, and mices. So that's not really a cheap Mac. It's just, you know, you can now buy the, the brain without the other stuff if you already own it. I don't think it, it sells exclusively to switchers. I think the, the original intent was make it easy for someone that has a Windows box to switch to the Mac. So gave them an option of keeping their monitor, keyboard, and mouse. That's not necessarily a cheap Mac. See, I, I would argue there is no such thing as a cheap Mac even to this day. Well, you have to compare it. So the Mac Mini is now four ninety nine, right? But if you want a cheap computer, you can pay two or three hundred dollars at Walmart. I right. can't tell you what you're going to get for that. Hey, you could get a Raspberry Pi for less. Raspberry Parade. or raspberry beret or raspberry whatever i don't want a raspberry beret or something like that now seriously speaking i was doing some price comparisons the other day for an article with cheap windows notebooks versus the mac so we have the macbook air at 899 and we'll get back to headphones in a moment folks or head fakes so i look on walmart And for just under $400, they have an HP. But the HP is a model that was first released in maybe 2013, using an Intel chip that first came out in 2011. So today, they're still selling an old model, or this is a remainder that they couldn't sell. You never know when you buy that cheap stuff what you're getting. It also comes with Windows 7 (laughs) in 2016. This is a joke? I'm, I'm not joking, I'm man. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was yeah. like $393. They only had three left in stock, which has probably been the case for the past two years. There's always three left. <laughs> oh, that's a trick to get you to buy. I thought Amazon does that. 
I believe Amazon because there have been times when we wait and suddenly there's one left and we wait and we place the order and there are none. Yeah, I've seen that happen. The, the place where it doesn't really work is when you're buying tickets, like uh, plane tickets. They show you that number, but it's always made up because there's no way they can track that in real time. Well, what's really bad is on Walmart's site, you check whether a local store has an item. Then you go there and it's not there. There's no coordination. And one of their customer service people at the local store said that. Back to not the head fake, but the headphone jack. Now, if Apple's going to get rid of it, why? Uh, so they can make the iPhone even thinner, I think. I mean, I don't know, but that would be my best guess. So what do you save, a millimeter or two? Hey, when you're, when you're only a few millimeters thick, a millimeter or two matters. It, it, and, you know, it's a differentiating thing. If they can make a really, really super thin phone that doesn't bend or break and is waterproof and shockproof and bulletproof, the world is their oyster. You know, if you put the two phones side by side and one is two millimeters thicker or thicker than the other, I say thicker all right. I think you'd notice, and I think you'd notice it in your hand, and, you know, I think every millimeter matters. It might not be that. It might be that they're going to some kind of digital audio that's going to sound way better. I don't know. There was an online pundit, and I mentioned this briefly with Kirk McElhern, our previous guest. Well, he is the iTunes guy, so, right? Absolutely, and he has a beautiful home near Stratford-on-Avon. In the UK, and now the dollar is worth more money, so he gets more for his money. It's a converted farmhouse, but I thought it was a big estate from looking at the outside of it. Ask Kirk to send you a picture of this place. It's just lovely. Anyway, getting back to the headphone jack. Yes. It's whether you know jack or something. Now, I was looking at the history of these things. The original predecessor, the quarter-inch phone plug. Mm Mm-hmm. That dates back to the late 19th century. They were using the three and a half millimeter headphone jack as far back as the 1950s with the first transistor radios. Wait, the quarter quarter inch or eighth no, inch? No, the small, right. the mini okay. headphone jack. But the big one, like a guitar, was a century ago. 19th century, late 19th century. Wow, and the smaller one which you had with your transistor radios in the 1950s. Right. Exactly. So we have technology from the 1950s in use on... Millions. Billions. Billions, billions, and billions of pieces of electronic gear. And it's not very strong. It's not difficult to break your headphone jack and have... It's stuck in there. So you have to pull the whole thing apart just to replace the jack. It happened to me once on a power book, like years and years ago. And somebody was able to open it up and plug it out or pull it out. But you can't do that on an iPhone. (laughs) Not easily. Not easily at all. And, you know, I don't know. It's... I. There's got to be a reason for it, and if if it comes with an adapter that lets you use whatever headphones you're already using, yeah, it's one more thing to lose, but I just stick that on the end of the headphones and keep it there, 
So I don't know. Uh, well, I don't want to. I don't want to. I got a break. I don't want to say. Okay, let's break. We have Bob Levitis. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night Out Live. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day, but growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. As a doctor, I see patients every day who are losing their vision to age-related macular degeneration, also known as AMD. If you have blurry vision or blind spots, they can be symptoms of AMD, and if untreated, could lead to blindness. The good news? AMD can be managed with effective clinically approved treatments that may reverse some vision loss. For free AMD information, contact the Foundation Fighting Blindness at 1-800-BLINDNESS. That's 1-800-BLINDNESS. There is a cure in sight. My name is Jay. I'm 26 years of age, and I just want to thank the makers of the One World Whey Protein Powder. After having chronic abdominal pain and pressure for months, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. The medical doctor told me there was nothing I could do to treat it other than taking pain and nausea medication. Then I came across an ad for One World Whey on the radio and read the claims that it can help with all types of inflammation. I took the One World Whey Protein Powder every day for a month, and the chronic pain and pressure sensations went away completely, and I never took the pain or nausea meds. To this day, my intestines are free of pain. Nature is kind. When we consume foods we're designed to eat, then she gives back health when it was once lost. One World Whey consistently supports the body's production of glutathione and overall repair. Glutathione stops inflammation, removes heavy metals, and toxins of all kind. 
When inflammation is gone, the body can complete its healing process. Call 888-988-3325 or visit OneWorldWay.com. That's OneWorld, W-H-E-Y.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. You never know what's going to happen next while listening to the Tech Night Isle, live with Gene Steinberg. Did we break already? Yes, we just broke something. I haven't figured out what we broke. Wait a minute. Let me see if I have something here I could break. How about this card? It's no longer useful. Got a sound effect? Uh, it doesn't make a sound. Here, I'll tear it. Here, I tore it. Okay. So the listener isn't totally confused any more than we are about what we were doing. What I did there was to take an iTunes gift card, one that I had already used, so it had no value. But I had sitting here for no reason that I can discern. And I thought, well, I need a sound effect, so I tore it in half. I don't know if the sound effect sounds in any way credible, but that's the reason that's what happened. All due to an iTunes gift card, which we're not selling because it's used. Purchase card or something. So there it is. I just broke it with Bob Levitis talking about the fate of the headphone jack. Now, this columnist was saying that Apple by doing this, would save money and make more money from each iPhone. And Kirk said, you know, maybe a nickel, which adds up after you sell $200 million. And then the other theory that this writer said was because Apple doesn't like good quality music, and therefore if you have digital, it'll be lower quality, but he forgets that to go to the headphone. It's got to convert it. Right. Either way, whether it converts it within your lightning port or some other intermediary wherever you convert it it's digital to analog well there's a DAC chip in your iphone isn't there what they else? sure what be yeah and so there's some people who believe that if you bypass it somehow you'll get purer music you'll get purer music if for example you stream it from itunes with airplay and therefore it goes to your tv set so, and you plug it into your audio system from a higher resolution port, somehow you'll know the difference. And you just know here that well, if you actually to listen to these things side by side, the $1,000 DAC and the iPhone, you will hear a world of difference, even if it's not there. It just depends what the source material is. And if you want to avoid confirmation bias, you have to do it blind. Double blind. The double blind. You have to. Well, and no, there's anything it doesn't that have sh- to be double blind to convince me. It just has to be blind to convince me. Well, you just the, easy the researcher going. can know. It's okay. I want the researcher to know which is which because I want to know if I got it right and stuff. But 
a blind test is the only way. When I do speaker tests with, I have, I have a panel of people that I'll do like uh, Bluetooth speaker testing with, and, and I, uh, I make them sit facing the other direction so that they can't look at which one I'm, and, and you know, I use a piece of cardboard to, to uh, screen it from them and then, you know, put them all in the same position on the other side. And they listen to them all from the same place, but they can't see which one's which. Because if they could see, they, you know, if one of them was a brand they have a, an affinity for, it would sound better to them. Anyway, uh, I, I remain, uh, I'm going to say, neutral about this until I know more about what it is and why it's being done and, you know, whether I'm going to have to buy dongles for, for headphones and, you know, all this stuff. You see, I kind of understand why they got rid of the dock connector and went to the lightning port. Just the convenience of having a reversible plug was nice, and I suppose there were more features because they have a digital connection then. But, you know, Apple has their reasons for doing things, and it's not just to play around with customers. I'm sure there are good, solid engineering reasons for everything they do. Uh, you know, that's what I'm thinking. They wouldn't do it if there weren't, if they couldn't justify it and believe that, you know, people would accept their reasoning for it and make the transition. I mean, you know, everybody grumbles when a feature gets taken away. Remember when floppy drives disappeared in the new, in the iMac? No floppy drive. Oh my gosh. And then no CD-ROM drive or no super drive. Oh, so, you know, uh, and, and then there's the MacBook. No any kind of port except USB-C. So, you know, uh, yeah, <clears throat> it's entirely possible that the next iPhone, and, and I guess by extension, the next iPads also, uh, will go to this, you know, lightning connector digital thing. We'll see. I would assume if there's a big deal about this, when they have the rollout for the next iPhone, they will say something about it. They'll say, this is why we're doing it, but we give you the adapter. And over time, people will buy lightning headphones. And the one thing that Kirk did mention to me, though, is that there are lightning headphones now, but they tend to be expensive. Well, don't you have to pay Apple a, a royalty if you use the lightning connector and you want to have the official made-for-iPhone or made-for-iPad stuff on your box? You have to pay something? I would assume, but I assume if you're forcing headphone manufacturers to consider moving this way, they would have to be more realistic about those charges, don't you think? We'll see, won't we? Yes, we won't see, or maybe we will see. Well, but, there'd have to be a really good reason. I've got headphones that I like. They were like a hundred bucks, and you know, as far as I'm concerned, I, I will use these until uh, they break or somebody buys me a better set. Because I certainly wouldn't replace them for any other reason. I'm happy with them. You know, why would I want to go replace them with lightning connector unless there's some some uh, significant advantage? You know. So I'm waiting. I always assume, like I said with Apple, that there's always some sort of logic. Justification, yeah. I mean, I understand about the loss of floppy drives beginning in 1998 with the first iMac. 
Because frankly speaking, it wasn't just the amount of storage. We were talking about a medium that was very, very unreliable. And I, slow. I, t- I can't tell you what percentage. It was really high of failures I had. And you can't have that. I mean, especially if you were working in a situation as I was in a production environment for a professional pre-press operation. And the loss of every floppy meant somebody had to sit there and maybe redo a job from scratch. Oh, yeah. And floppies were notoriously unreliable. Even the the last generation before they went away, the HD or whatever they were, the the double-sided, double density, 1.4 megabytes. I would say this is that for years I used the larger, the five-inch floppies. And you know what? I never had any go bad. But as soon as I got to a Mac with the smaller floppies and and the HD and the shutters and all that stuff. Yeah. Too many moving parts. You got to figure those things were uh, goners. I think the, uh, what were they called? The I Omega drives, the zip and the jazz with sealed cartridges were probably, uh, and, and higher capacities were probably uh, more reliable. Although I don't remember those being very reliable either. Well, you understand here they had this little tiny clip on the jazz drive. If that got bent in any way, it would take down the drive. It'd be, you know, the cartridge. Something gets slightly bent on it. This little flap or clip that took down the one or two gigabyte storage of the Jazz and the entire drive went with it. So storage has come a long way, even if uh, even if audio jacks haven't. You know, I was just looking here. Do you remember Super Disk Drive? Super Disk Drive. Not Super Drive, Super Disk Drive. And I guess it was something that came out about the time that Apple gave up the floppy drive. You'd buy one of these combo drives that would read 120 megabyte Super Disk and the regular oh, 1.4 yes, megabyte that. floppy drive. And I don't know how reliable they were, but it was very much a floppy-based medium, probably meant as a competition for the iOmega Zip. And it flopped. It was floppy it floppied. And it flopped. It floppied, yes. Kind of like quadraphonic sound. Quadra who? Quadraphonic sound. Quadra who? Four-channel sound. It was another I know. Flop. I was thinking when you say quadra, you were thinking of the who. Phenia. That's right, quadrophenia. That's why I said that, but you didn't pick up on it. No, I missed it completely. It's my fault, not yours, my friend. Bob Levitis, Dr. Mac, is with us. From the headphone jack that might be going away back to floppies? No, don't want to do that. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? 
Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Worried about lead, fluoride, and other contaminants in your drinking water? Get a ProPure with the Pro 1G 2.0 cleanable reusable filter and remove up to 200 contaminants. Drink water the way nature meant it to be. Clean, crisp, and refreshing. See the complete line of ProPure products, including the new ProMax shower filter. There's a ProPure for you. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. Are you worried about how dangerous the world has become? In these days of terrorist attacks, natural disasters, or even a future collapse, you need to be medically prepared to keep your family safe. I'm Joe Alton, MD of store.doomandbloom.net, where you'll find an entire line of uniquely designed medical kits and supplies for when help is not on the way. For everything from individual first aid kits to the ultimate family medical bag, go to store.doomandbloom.net today. That's store.doomandbloom.net. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. You see, in large part, PC makers are cowards, Bob Levitas. So, in the days that Apple went to USB... They killed local talk. They killed ADB. They killed SCSI. Let's go to USB. And then FireWire, of course. But PC makers, they'd add ports but never give up one. So you'd have some kind of peripheral port there from 1986 or somebody that, or something that nobody cared about anymore. But it had to be there because you could never give up a port. And then Microsoft would have to support it in the next version of Windows. And that yeah. got to be pretty wacky. Those old PCs, you know, they were big. They had room for all those ports. They didn't have to give them up until we got to the uh, laptop age, the laptop era. And then it started to matter because there's only so much real estate and fewer is better. But you can't get any fewer than the MacBook. But then the MacBook has a headphone jack and a USB-C port. One USB-C port, which is also how you charge it. Well, USB-C can multitask. Yes. But for you to multitask, though, you've got to get a dongle. And the same is true with Lightning. The Lightning port can multitask. Right, with dongles. But you know what the problem with a dongle is? Do you No, sir. Know? What is the problem with dongles? The problem with dongles is this, Gene Steinberg. The problem with dongles is they get lost. And they're expensive, like Lightning cables. Yes, I know all about that. Yes. But I buy the imitation lightning cable at Amazon for five ninety nine, And supposedly it does have that made for iPhone yep, made, designation yep. on it. So it's street legal, but it's much cheaper. Unless it's, unless it's a counterfeit. Yeah, I don't buy Apple's cables. I buy all my cables at monoprice.com now. 
they're the, the lowest prices for the best quality cables. And it's like they just they have every cable you could think of. And in most cases, they have it in various lengths and colors. So that's who I order all my cables from now. Why aren't they advertising on my show? They're in a place called Rancho Cucamonga, California. What a name for a place. You know who else is in Rancho Cucamonga? The guys on that TV show, Workaholics. They live in Rancho Cucamonga. So therefore, it's a town for... Telemarketers. For what? (laughs) Telemarketers. That's what they are. They work for Telemericorp, baby. You've never seen that show? That's a very funny show. Workaholics. But they're in Rancho Cucamonga right there with uh, Monoprice. Cheek by jowl. I like Monoprice. I actually uh, will look there. I have a Monoprice display on my desk right now that I bought. And generally, before I buy something like almost any electronics, a hub, a router, any cable, I look at and see if Monoprice has one. Because Monoprice has just fantastic, you know, quality to price ratio. And they're good to deal with, you know. Amazon's actually better if you can get something reliable. The problem with Amazon is when I buy cheap stuff off Amazon, half the time it goes back. And Amazon's great about that, but I'd rather just order something that, you know, works in the first place than have to, uh, you know, get something inexpensive and send it back a week later because it didn't work. I bought some um, dock connector to lightning connectors i was i was using a friend's car for a while and i needed that to listen to music in the car and he didn't have one so i bought some on amazon i was afraid they were going to be defective so i ordered four from four vendors oh my heavens you know what i've tell you something about this you talked about some products being defective my wife bought me a new office chair last year And I'll mention the name because they will never, ever advertise on the Tech Night Out Live. (laughs) It's a company called Regency, and they make office chairs. The 5600BK and the 5602BK. And so far, I'm on my third one. Everything keeps falling apart on them. Well, it's nice to buy from someone that takes responsibility for stuff like that. And um, so, you know, if I buy something from Amazon that's, you know, bargain basement priced, I'm prepared to have to put it back in the box and send it back and say, you know, this this is just not suitable or it broke or it doesn't work or that's not the, what it looked like in the picture. <laughs> I actually bought a couple of Apple Watch uh, watch bands because apples are so expensive. I bought a couple of knockoffs on Amazon and I've been very happy with them. One's a mesh uh you know, uh, Milanese loop, and the other one's the leather uh, magnety one, and they both look like the real thing, and you know, we're like uh, a fraction of the cost. Amazon is usually pretty good. Most stuff that we buy there, we don't have a problem. I agree with you about the cheaper stuff, for example, but this wasn't a cheap chair. My wife really had to dig in to pay for this chair, and well, I needed that, uh, one. That's wrong. I bought a chair, where was I? I was at Office Depot last year, and they had a knockoff Arion chair. You know what the Herman Miller Arion chair is, the mesh one that was so popular with uh, dot-com startups in the early aughts? I never paid attention to the chairs. 
Well, they were very popular. They were a thousand bucks each, and uh, all the dot coms that got funded went and you know gave every uh, employee one of these to sit on. It was a big thing, and they're really comfortable. They were very ergonomic. And they're covered in this mesh, so they're uh, very comfortable even when it's warm. But now there's knockoffs. So I found a knockoff at uh, Office Depot. I was buying paper or something. And uh, they had it, you know, on a big pedestal. And it was uh, marked down from $299 to $149 or something. And it looks like the Arion chair. And it's really comfortable. And I bought it, like, I think I've had it at least two years. And it's uh, nothing has fallen off yet. So if you've got a more expensive chair than that and it's got parts falling off, well, I'd have a bone to pick with that manufacturer. Well, the manufacturer sent me two sets of replacement parts that got loose. One is the right armrest Mm -hmm. and the backrest. Well, the backrest, I'd say, is kind of important. You think? So therefore, I said, this isn't working. What do we do next? And that's on the second chair, the replacement chair. They sent me another chair from the 5600 BK to the 5602 with slight modifications. So the right armrest doesn't exist. They sent me two left armrests in the box. So I steal the right armrest, which hadn't broken yet, from the other chair. But the backrest is still a little bit loose because they've got some kind of bolt that's loosening up. But it's designed in such a way that the little tiny driver, nut driver they send, doesn't work with it. <laughs> so I just nearly need to get a set of pliers or something to tighten it up, and I'll probably be okay. Maybe for another week or two. Well, I don't know what brand this chair is, but I have to say, I would buy another one for 150 bucks. It's one of the more comfortable office chairs I've had. It's very adjustable. Um, it's got good lumbar support. It's got a nice curve to it. So, it, you know, my back doesn't hurt too much when I sit in it for hours on end. I'm looking here. Regency sells, you know, hundreds and hundreds of products on Amazon and lots of office chairs, as a matter of fact. So I can imagine if all of these things are breaking up. How many uh, stars do they get? I always look at the stars when I shop at Amazon because a mad, an angry customer will always say something, whereas a happy customer might not. So I look to see how many angry customers there are. If there's a lot, it's a warning sign for me. Well, that was good. I think at the time it actually had a fairly good rating. Okay. Yeah, okay. But since then, the rating has declined. Why has the rating declined? Oh, I think we know why, Gene Steinberg. (laughs) Because I posted a review of it. Well, I'm sure you weren't the only one. That's the other thing is you got to be careful with Amazon when there's only a few reviews because a lot of times those are, you know, people that work there and people that uh, are friends with the boss and stuff. Uh, You got to have a good volume of reviews to take, you know, to take the star rating seriously. Now, I thought that there's some kind of peer review on that because, as you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. 
Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First game attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Dangerous blood clot device alert. If you or a loved one had an IVC filter placed to prevent blood clots from traveling to your heart or lungs and suffered an injury, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. The FDA warns that IVC filters may cause serious complications, such as heart or lung damage, internal bleeding, and even death. These dangerous blood clot devices can break, and the metal fragments can travel to your heart or lungs, causing serious injuries. If you or a loved one suffered organ damage or other injuries from an IVC filter, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-478-1507-800-478-1507-800-478-1507. This is an advertisement. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. InjuryHelpDesk.com is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. This is Rick Osick, president of Famous Footwear. Our company is working together with the March of Dimes through March for Babies to raise money and awareness about the serious problem of premature birth in the U.S. As a business leader, I know that babies born very sick or too soon cost businesses billions of dollars each year, in addition to the emotional stress on employees and their families. That's why Famous Footwear is committed to raising funds to improve the health of moms and babies everywhere. Won't you please join us in the March for Babies? Start a team today at marchforbabies.org. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I impartially shopped the highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $26 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 1-800-403-4885. That's 1-800-403-4885. 1-800-403-4885. Or go to SelectQuote.com. We shop. You save. Get full details on the example policy at slowquote.com slash commercials. Your price can vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors not available in all states. This is an alert. If your business or church is building this year, you're about to pay more than you should. This could mean thousands of dollars more for your office, retail space, church, or warehouse. A general steel building can save you as much as half the cost and time of similar conventional construction. And we're offering rebates of up to $20,000 to help you build today. Call General Steel for free information that could save you thousands. Call 866-91-STEEL. 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 
We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. Now, we're not talking about bogus reviews here because, you know, I don't know. I assume most reviews are not bogus, especially for products that have like 50 reviews. You don't think they're spending $400 per person or something to get all those favorable reviews. No, but it could be family or people that work there. Just, you know, go home and order one and I'll reimburse you for it and we'll sell it again. Bring it back and we'll sell it again. Because you do have to buy stuff to review it. You know, they do verify that you bought one. Now, I just found the chair. They cut the price by $90. There is one customer review, and his comment is, looks used, two sets of directions, both wrong, missing all washers and two bolts. Now, mine came with no washers at all. No washers, no dryers. (laughs) Were there washers in the instructions? Yeah, but I said, what the heck? It doesn't matter. You can put it together and it works fine. What is wrong with it has nothing to do with missing washers. So I don't much care. I only care that it hangs together. And if not, I'll call them and say, you know what? Send me another one. And the thing is here about this chair, you can't just break it down and send it back. Because the way it's designed, you have this box that's designed. This carton is designed to contain all the parts disassembled. But some parts, you can't do that. So you basically have no way to return it. (laughs) Once you assemble it, you can't return it because it won't go back in the box. That's correct. Gene, you need a bigger box. They need a bigger box because I don't care at this point. (laughs) You know, I'm about to give up on this chair. Do you have duct tape? I don't know. I'm not a quack. Duct tape is good. Duct tape can fix almost anything. If you've got a part that keeps falling off, you need duct tape. For a chair that's two weeks old? Yeah. Well, no. I would return it and demand a full refund. What are the worst products you ever reviewed for being Dr. Mac? Do you remember a database called Double Helix? Very, very, very dimly. It was in the 80s, and it was one of the first relational databases, or maybe the first relational database. And uh, I was reviewing it, so they had like forums on CompuServe, and I was talking to a bunch of people who used it in like production settings and there was a bug that corrupted your databases and if you didn't have a backup there was nothing anybody could do for you and i I said let me just say this about the product it would be pretty nice if it didn't potentially damage your file in a way that it can't be recovered but the best i can tell many people are encountering this and a bunch of companies you know were complaining that it was getting corrupted regularly. It was not a feature. And, and uh, they sent me, you know, multiple new copies and my, I kept getting corruption and everybody on the boards was getting corruption. And I ended up writing a, a piece. I remember the name, The Horrors of Helix. And I just interviewed people and said, so you invested, you know, it was 500 bucks for, I think it was 500 bucks. It was a pretty expensive database, professional quality software. That was the worst review I ever had to write, I think. How long did the company last? They were gone a couple years later. 
So uh, the chickens did come home to roost eventually. Well, you know, this was for magazines. So while I'd like to think that we had a part in their demise, I kind of doubted our circulation wasn't that big. But, you know, I think cream rises to the top and sour cream sinks to the bottom. You know, if you make make a crappy product and don't fix it instantly and have concern for your customers, uh, eventually it catches up to you and you don't have customers anymore. Fast, quick question here. That's the worst product. What's the second worst? <sighs> iTunes? <laughs> I don't know. The second worst. You know, I have to say, I don't write very many bad reviews. I kind of have a policy that I only get to write so many things a year. And most of the time, it's not worth wasting that space on something that sucks. I'd rather devote it to something that I like and that you might like. Unless the product is highly advertised or, you know, like I do remember once saying that I thought Adobe Illustrator was brain dead because I used Canvas, which combined like Illustrator and Photoshop like stuff in one program. But it was kind of buggy and Adobe's still here and Deniba Systems makers of Canvas are not. So I said I thought Acrobat was a ripoff a couple times. And uh, I'm known for not liking Microsoft Word, even though I have to use it and have used it for 20-some years. I don't use it happily. Grudgingly, but you have to make a living, and they expect to have your documents in Word. And the conversion to Apple's pages... Not good enough. It's not good enough, especially because, as a writer, he's using the track changes feature, where the different editors, those involved in the project, have to send notes back and forth, make changes, and anything that screws up that relationship, and it's pretty tenuous with Microsoft Word, but anything that screws it up even further, which is going to a different program and trying to use that feature, can really mess things up. So he's stuck with it, just as I am when I used to write books for the same commercial publishers that Bob deals with now. I had to use Word. And Word is very interesting because they have bugs there that are dated back to the 1990s, you can see things it did wrong. And theoretically, the code base has been rebuilt, but all they did was maybe copy it, copy the No, they rebuilt it. They rebuilt it, and they rebuilt it with the same bugs. (laughs) Exactly. And the other problem I have is Outlook for the Mac. I think in some ways it's very, very good, but in other ways it is brain dead. I don't use any of the other stuff on the Mac. I use Word because I must, but if I have to do any spreadsheeting, I do it in numbers. If I have to do any presentations, I do them in Keynote. And I would certainly be happier writing in pages. Actually, I don't even like writing in a word processor anymore. I write in a text editor um, and then paste it into whatever it's going to get delivered in. So for in a book, it's Word. But... Um, I really like writing in a text editor without formatting and without thinking about that stuff and just trying to get the words down first and then worry about formatting them when I'm doing the polishing. Have you used Ulysses? It's a text editor and a, and a bunch more, but it just is it's the perfect thing for me for writing because it, it will let you uh, use Markdown or HTML if you want or not. It can preview those things if you want or not. But the cool part is there's a iOS app that's almost exactly the same as the Mac app, 
and uh, it syncs your stuff through iCloud. So when I'm working on something, oh, and, and there's no saving. Everything is saved. It, it saves text files in a package, but basically you don't have to save. It saves after every keystroke. So you don't have to worry about when you're done typing if when you go to your other machine, you're going to get the same thing that you know you left. It's always in sync with everything and just... You know, I, I write a lot of words every week, and some of them go to Mac Observer, which means you know they're going to be HTML at some point, and some of them go to the Houston Chronicle. They want Word files still, and then I work on books where it's Word files. Let's so, do our break here, and then we'll hey. talk about more words with Bob Levitas. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Are you worried about how dangerous the world has become? In these days of terrorist attacks, natural disasters, or even a future collapse, you need to be medically prepared to keep your family safe. I'm Joe Alton, MD of store.doomandbloom.net, where you'll find an entire line of uniquely designed medical kits and supplies for when help is not on the way. For everything from individual first aid kits to the ultimate family medical bag, go to store.doomandbloom.net today. That's store.doomandbloom.net. You'll be glad you did. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? Do you hate spending hundreds of dollars every week on daycare? Having someone else raise your children? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. At Be The Boss Network, you'll find hundreds of work-from-home opportunities that you can literally start today and be earning money as soon as next week. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss. Get out of the rat race. Work from home. Go to freedom106.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number 106.com. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom106.com. Listen to what Dave Ryan says about Andro 400. Andro 400, I really love it. It's amazing to me that uh, I feel so good. I've lost 50 pounds. I was a size 38 waist. I've gone down to a 32 waist. My mood has changed. I, I don't get stressed out. It gave me so much more energy. Energy to, to walk. Energy to, to play sports. Everything is starting to work again. Just like I'm 25. My wife is happy. I'm so happy. I'm just a completely different man. I'm taking this stuff to the grave with me. Men, have you lost energy and gained belly fat? Are you feeling stressed out? Fight back with Andro 400, the safe, natural, and inexpensive way to increase your testosterone. For over a decade, Andro 400 has helped men lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel 20 years younger. Go to andro400.com. Andro400.com or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435.
Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-704-6182. A Place for Mom offers free one-on-one advice from local advisors and a personalized list of senior living communities you can visit. If you have questions about senior care for your mom or dad, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. Call a place for mom in the next 10 minutes to get your free ebook on financing senior care as well as free information on senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-704-6182. That's 1-800-704-6182. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. Now, Bob's telling you about how he does his work. He uses a text editor unless... The project requires using Word. I don't write for other publishers anymore. Not that I'm uninterested. It's just I haven't had the occasion anymore. But what I do is I write my blogs in WordPress. Now, WordPress, I use the online interface, which is basically a simple text editor with some basic formatting. And that's what I do. Mm -hmm. And that's good enough. That way I could write pretty quickly because it's being stored online, whatever device I use, I can go back to it and pick up on it. I don't have to worry about handoff or continuity, which sometimes don't work completely. Yeah. No, you don't have to do that with Ulysses either. You just open Ulysses on whatever device and all the stuff you've been working on is there. It's got its own little file system. But the the nice thing is that it allows me to write without being distracted. When I'm working in Word and trying to you know, add all the correct formatting features and um, paste in the pictures and do the captions and do everything all in one pass, I end up writing much slower. If I can just write the text first and then add the pictures and the captions and the headings and all that, when I go back through for my, you know, polishing passes, uh, it's a lot better for me. I get the first draft done a lot faster. I seem to, uh, you know, spend less time tinkering and more time actually putting words on the screen so it's been good for me i mean i have add i'm i'm easily distracted so having taking away my ability to you know do indents and tabs and formatting and fonts and all that kind of saves me time you know i i blast through the writing part much faster i also have been using and i've been pretty happy with the latest version of dragon Dragon for Mac and Dragon Anywhere on the iPhone. When I get sick of typing, I sometimes dictate, and it's been pretty fun. Honestly, I never got into that habit. I'm glad you did. I'm trying to learn to. I'm, I'm trying to teach myself so that I can alternate between the two. I don't think I want to become like David Pogue, where he doesn't use the keyboard. 
He doesn't use the keyboard because he trashed his hands like his 15 years tunnels. ago. Yeah, yeah, his carpal tunnel, you know, stayed in the tunnel. His carpal tunnel is closed. It's gone, so he can't so, do it anymore. But is it for me, it's just a matter of some days I have to, you know, be writing for hours, and it's nice to take the hands off the keyboards and just talk a little, and then, you know, go back to typing later. I just talk when I do radio. I hardly talk at all anymore. I guess, therefore, I can stay out of the action. Let's continue with some other subjects here very briefly. So we may have an iPhone without a headphone jack. We have the recent Worldwide Developers Conference, and we see Siri on steroids arriving on the Mac. Now, do you care about having Siri on your Mac? Maybe. Possibly. I like having her, or actually him in my case, on my iDevices, and I use him often on iDevices, and I suspect if he came to the Mac... I would get in the habit of using him on the Mac. You're using the male voice then? Yeah, I'm using the male voice. And he addresses me as your royal highness. Oh. You know, I can imagine here, instead of calling you your royal highness, something else that I can't say on family radio. You can change it so easily. All you have to do is walk up to somebody's iPhone, press the button and say, call me, whatever. And Siri will say... You want me to uh, address you as whatever you said? And you say yes, and that's it. You want me to call you, you total idiot, jerk, scumbag? Well, I will. Well, before your royal highness, it was uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How about yes, oh, great, sir? I don't know. Live long and perspire. I'm thinking of changing it to that. You mean every time you talk to Siri, Siri, tell me what my schedule is for tomorrow. Oh, live long and perspire. Mm -hmm. It would be inspiring to hear that every time I talk to you-know-who. I don't even like to say his name aloud because my eye devices light up and think I said, hey, before I said that name. You know which name I mean? Hey, Dumbo. By the way, it's really fun when you do uh, when you're in a public place like and you're on a microphone like I, I do these user group meeting presentations still. Um, and when I'm at the user group meetings, I will almost always shout out H E Y Siri and listen for all the phones in the audience going ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And then I say call mom. Because most people have somebody in their phone book named Mom. I'm just waiting for you to finish. Are you speechless? Are you speechless? Did I leave you speechless? You never leave me speechless. (laughs) I'm trying to make myself robotic. Okay, so I know that you're going to look forward to having Siri on the Mac with Mac OS Sierra. I don't care. You don't care? Okay. No. Do you use Siri a lot on your phone? Yeah, to set an alarm. Okay. I use it to play music. I use it to remind me of things. I I love location-based reminders. I love being able to say, hey, you know who? Remind me to call Gene Steinberg when I get home. And then when I get home, 
my, you know, as I pull into the garage, the phone and the watch start dinging with all the things I said do when I get home. And I got a whole list of things that need doing now. It also is great for like the store. So I put my store in the phone book and I can say, remind me that I need milk when I'm by the grocery store. Those are cool things. So the, the ability to not have to take my phone out of my pocket if it's in my pocket or even find one of the iPads and press the button to do that on my Mac will be, you know, when I'm working at my Mac, that'll be the most convenient thing of all. Plus, you can say launch Microsoft Word or, you know, launch, uh, launch Chrome and type this website. I think that's going to be pretty useful. And it I, works pretty well, apparently, with the built-in microphone on most Macs. You know, you don't have to have a headset. The one thing I did notice, which I'm happy for, in the Siri settings for the Mac OS Sierra developer beta, and I can't say a lot about it because, you know, developer deal and everything, but you could choose the input source. And the reason that's important to me is because when I talk to you, I'm using an outboard mixer with a traditional analog mic. But right. obviously, that's not working except when I'm recording something. Right. So I could choose my iMac's internal mic just for Siri. That was good. Yes. You can do that. See, we're in agreement on something or other. All right. Past Siri. And we have another minute before we go to the final segment. Okay. What other features of Sierra? Copy and paste between devices. No, hands down. That's that's the one that tickles my fancy. I just oh. love the idea because I I've bought I I own at least three apps that you know let you send the clipboard from one to the other or let you type things from one to the other, and they're all clunky and awkward. And I'd say a few times a week, I've got something on the clipboard of one device or the other that I want to pop over to a different device. And it's just, it, it seems like it should be simple to do, but it's not. And yeah. after, you know, buying a bunch of third-party software that kind of, you know, it's like you have to think about it. You have to go to that app to do it, and you have to have the app installed in both places, and I don't know. It just seems like if Apple does it, they'll do it right. And um, that's something that, you know, I find myself wishing for probably every week. The ability to copy something on one device and paste it on the other. We've got Bob Levitis. More copying and pasting in our next segment of the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. The award-winning Graphic Converter 10, the universal genius for photo editing apps on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for the Swiss Army Knife app. It gives you all the features that you expect, and most important, it's easy to use. You can get it for just $39.95 from www.lemkesoft.com. That's www.lemkesoft.com. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. 
They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. So you've got to take a state construction license exam or certification. Can't decide on what books or what chapters to study? Discover right now how you can eliminate unnecessary books and wasted study time. At ContractorExam.com, our study materials zero in on state-required test topics in an effective, multiple-choice format. So whether you're a plumber, electrician, general contractor, or other construction-related trade, ContractorExam.com will help get you prepared. Visit us at www.ContractorExam.com today. Kiss your credit card debt goodbye. I'm Pharmacist Keith, Dr. Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, and myself want to show you how to achieve financial peace, creating an extra income that will last for years to come by joining Dr. Wallach's crusade, spreading his message of better health. To learn more, visit radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com, radio.recordedvideo.com, or call 866-257-3105 for a recorded message. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com. And if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more. And this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. ParanormalDate.com and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists, get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival Tool. Feel the thrill only at Slingbow.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. Speaking of copying and pasting, the only downside here, I think, and I know it's never implemented very well, is multi-clipping. 
Yeah. That I means use, more than one item, folks. I use it. I use uh, Keyboard Maestro. Why don't we have 100 clipboards instead of one? Why wouldn't we want that? that? I've got that, by the way, through Keyboard Maestro, but why wouldn't that be a good thing to build into uh, Mac OS? It does seem to me that Apple is kind of behind the curve there. There are lots of things they could add. One is a clipboard with multiple items. The yep. second is a souped-up open save dialog box like Default Folder 10, which is John Goto, St. Clair Software. And I was thinking here, he's been doing that thing for over 20 years, John. He's lucky. Yeah, but why shouldn't Apple go over to him and say, John, you're doing great work. Here's a check. We're buying you out. Um, because it doesn't work that way. They have a NIH thing over at Apple. Not invented here. But Siri was not invented here. They do that all the time. They buy they, technology from yeah, other companies and they adapt iTunes, them. iTunes wasn't invented there. It was invented at Cassidy and Green. Right. And they brought over Jeffrey Robin, who apparently is still working at Apple as some kind of vice president. Senior vice president, I believe. Well, he's gotten older. I haven't seen Jeff in years. Does he have gray hair yet? They don't let me in the campus at Apple. I, uh... Yes, but the thing is, Bob, obviously they are buying technology from companies a couple of dozen a year. So not yeah, invented right. here doesn't apply because what about Touch ID? They bought Siri. They bought iTunes, obviously, as SoundJam. They bought the fingerprint sensor, etc. Yep. Okay. Okay. I concede. I'm just but I'm beating happy you up that over we can it. Clipboard between devices, at least, and I have a hundred clipboards already. And if Apple doesn't want to build it in, well, I already know the keyboard shortcut for Keyboard Maestro, so it doesn't matter much to me. Yeah. But what do you do on your iOS device? Does bucks. Keyboard Maestro work on those other devices? No. Sadly, I don't think there's a way for third parties to do a multi-clipboard on iOS devices. I don't think they can get in and hook into that as a third-party app. Maybe. Now, maybe, if a, maybe as a keyboard. I don't know. No, there isn't one on iOS, and yeah, it would be nice. But mostly, I, I need it on the Mac. Because I do all my serious writing on the Mac and being able to go back and find something that I cut or copied a while ago that I, I decide I might want again is, is always a good thing. I never delete anything from writing. I cut because then it's on the clipboards for a week or two. I can always go back and retrieve it if it turns out it was good. Wouldn't Time Machine be easier just saving an alternate document? Takes too long. This takes one second. You know, I mean, I can have it on screen at the blink of an eye. Time machine takes 10 minutes just to get the time machine window up and find the right date. It's okay I, if I got it, something that's not somewhere else, but this is way faster. Very fast. We only have about four and a half minutes before we have to do closing stuff here. Do you have a universal remote? Yes, I do. And I love it. It's a harmony. I've tried about a dozen different flavors in the last 10 years, and I always end up coming back to the Harmony because it does the most stuff the easiest for me. I agree with you. I recently fired Cox and brought in DirecTV again 
because you know how it works. You get the special mm-hmm. deal for 12 or 24 months. And after that, they either give you a new deal or you leave them and get a deal from somebody else who's only too happy to have you back. So I had to update my Harmony 900, which is what a five-year-old remote. Right. The problem is that the Logitech software it requires is not compatible with OS 10 El Capitan. So it won't download the changes to your modem. It's using unsigned kernel extensions. So I had to go into the Mac's recovery mode to turn off that particular feature in terminal. You can't do it under regular operation for some reason. Right. You have to go in recovery mode. Then I could update the remote, check it with DirecTV. Okay, it works fine. Then go back, restart the Mac, go back into recovery mode, turn on the feature. But I was thinking, El Capitan's been out for nine months. Why can't Logitech update their software? Well, I think they did because it works for me on El Capitan. It may require different software. Maybe you're That's what I'm thinking different. is because your remote's really old. But the new, the, the Harmony, I'm, I just launched my Harmony on my Mac. It's fine. I'm using Logitech Harmony remote software version, what? I have to look at the version number, but it is the current version. It came out last year. There has been no update since then. And Logitech does, to their credit, have something in their message boards that explains this workaround, promising they'll do something about it. Oh, okay. Well, it's version 7.8.1 came out last year before El Capitan. As you say, maybe because you have a newer model. They are sending me, it's supposed to arrive today, a different Logitech remote that also uses software that works with iOS and Android. So I'm going to see how that works. Also, if their software is run correctly, they allow you to upgrade your remote with the same command so you don't have to program everything from scratch. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Everything lives in the hub. So as long as your hub is still good and your hub synced with the cloud... All of your settings will be in there, and they'll whatever remote. Like I just got another remote for another room, and I, uh, half of the stuff was already done on another remote. So I just copied that as my starter uh, commands, and then changed the ones I needed to. I'll tell you, it's great because you can use their remote, which costs the one that I've got is like two hundred and some odd dollars. It's got a color touch screen, and, and I got it for my wife. She likes it a lot because it's just drop-dead simple for her to figure out how to do everything on her TV. But I use the uh, app on my iPhone or my iPad as often as not. I do like having physical buttons, but you can get the whole Harmony experience by just buying a hub and using your iPhone. There's not very much that the physical remotes can do. I mean, they can do some home automation stuff that I don't think you can do with just an iPhone. I don't know. But it seems like everything you can do with a remote, you can do with the app, my Harmony app. Well, the thing I like about a physical remote is the physical push buttons, Yeah. number one. Number two, if I'm watching something on TV, I want to fast forward. It's easier for me than to take out the iPhone. It's also easier for my wife. And part of it is because I'm very old and decrepit. No, I'm not that decrepit. It's the way I prefer it. Well, I have to say four or five pieces of gear in the den and three or four pieces in the bedroom and, you know, having the, the prospect of four different remote controls, I would buy a Harmony Hub and use my iPhone if I didn't already have the physical Harmony remote. I forget which one I have. I have a Harmony Home Ultimate, I think. 
I just can't say enough good things about them. I've tried a bunch of other ones that are app only, and I've tried some that are a combination of app and dongle, and nothing really works the way the Harmony stuff does. Bob Levitas, please tell our listeners where they can find more of your stuff. WorkingSmarterForMacUsers.com. Don't forget to download your free copy of iTunes Must Die while you're there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, you can actually hear that entire song on one of our older episodes of the Tech Night Out Live, but only if you subscribe to Tech Night Out Plus at plus.technightout.com, P-L-U-S dot technightout.com. We offer a commercial-free version of the show, higher-quality audio, extra features like that sometimes, a full song where we only have an excerpt otherwise, for a modest subscription fee. Check it out. What's my cut? <laughs> I think 37 cents, as a matter of fact. Plus.technightowl.com. That's more than I've ever given him. But he's been a good friend, and he tolerates me anyway. We also have another radio show about UFOs and things that go bump in the night. And we'll be talking to Robert Robinson. And Robert is an author of a book called Legend Tripping, The Ultimate Adventure. It's to see places where they have paranormal events. It's not about substances and everything. At Paracast.com, that's Paracast.com. Bob Levitas, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me. The Tech Night Owl Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.